<laughs> How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject where I want to talk about cancel culture and how essentially this has been something that's been going on for a bit now. I, I want to say it started sometime uh, at the beginning of our president's presidency or our ex-president's presidency. Uh, but I think it it occurred maybe shortly before that as well. I think it's been like something of something like the last five years and it's getting progressively worse and I don't like it. I, I, I know for, it's always viewed as a liberal, like a liberal, a liberal agenda for people to look at others that are portraying things that they don't like. And then, to cancel them, essentially get them fired from their jobs, removed from social media, and uh, pretty much eliminate their um, their speech from every platform out there. And you do sometimes see some conservative people bring it up, but I will agree that it's definitely more of a leftist perspective, at least publicly known that that's what it is. Essentially, people that are very liberal um, and these are minority groups. Every time I'm going to be talking about this category of subject, I'm talking about it in the sense that it's minorities. I don't want to have to keep prefacing minorities. So if I say liberals or conservatives or people that are doing this act of cancel culture, these are minority groups of people that unfortunately, just like in everything in life, it tends to be the minute amount of people that are the loudest or more troublesome than the vast majority of, of the re- of the rest of the people. It's the same thing with like Muslims, same thing with like Christians, same thing with like atheists, same things with like, you know, you name the category, there's always a select group, a small group of individuals that really tarnish the idea of a given thing most of the time. There are generally also instances where it's predominantly everyone in a category that are just strictly horrible. Um, but in this sense, I want to I want to come out and say that it's definitely a minority that's doing this. But like I said, unfortunately, they are the loudest. But it is definitely perceived, at least on my part, and when you hear about it all the time, that it is more liberals that are doing it than conservative individuals. And I don't like it because we as people... I, myself, someone that I think is a good person fundamentally, uh, I I, um, I want to respect people as much as possible. I don't go out of my way to, to, to harm people. I don't go out of my way to step on someone. I don't go out of my way to belittle someone. I don't go out of my way to, to pain people. I just want to enjoy this world as much as possible at no expense or cost to another person and try to show my daughter an amazing uh, universe. Prior to my daughter being born, I was already on this pathway anyways of just believing for a, for a bit that I'm just going to go and enjoy my life without taking away from other people. I'm just going to do what I enjoy and make sure that those things that I do enjoy do not put people in positions that they're not going to be happy. Um, and I, I've had that philosophy for a, a good amount of time now. But even then, I've I've personally have done and said things that I cringe about thinking about now. 
And I know for a lot of people, not everyone, but for a lot of people, that's their story. They've done a lot of stupid things or said a lot of stupid things in the past. And now they are fundamentally different people. And those individuals, it seems like even they aren't safe anymore. That if you are just a public enough figure, that if you become big enough, people are going to start searching in your past to look for reasons to eliminate you and get you removed from a platform. And I I cannot believe this because it's, I mean, when I was a kid, it was known that people are constantly becoming more intelligent, more wiser. They're evolving as people and eventually they mature. We all are immature when we're younger. And uh, I'm, admitting that I did a lot of stupid things. Not, I don't think anything in the scope of like extreme evils in any way, but everyone has something that they've done that they cringe thinking about that they've done. Um, and be it because it was, it was acceptable uh, from a media perspective at a given time. Um, like I've done, I've said, um, derogatory terms about homosexuals. I used the word retard a lot when I was younger. Um, saying these things now, I do not feel good about saying them. They're pretty much out of my vocabulary. And um, I think those would be like the two cringiest things I think I, like if you were to look at now, they, they would be horrible. Like if I used them in any form of context, derogatory for sure. But outside of just the, the for for exact reason for why using that word, even then, I don't like using that word. But it is a word that's recognized when I'm referring to the word retard. Um, I've met a lot of individuals that have been impacted from birth or later on from an accident. And when I use that word, I never used it in that context as a derogatory term. It was always more just like the way media portrayed it when I was a kid, how I was told to use it when I was younger. Like when a situation was dumb, I would say that it was, you know, retarded. And to me at the time, it just, it, it brought a more sense of humor to an idea. But over time, I realized that this was a word that was more predominantly used when talking about someone that has some condition that makes them at a disadvantage in life than than another person. And whether it was from birth or from an accident, it's an unfortunate position for those people to be in. And I like thinking about it now, it always makes me disgusted thinking about that. Um, and I always, like, if I'm about to say it, I always stop myself and, and I try my best not to. But it does slip up sometimes here and there, it's like especially like if I'm doing something that has a strong connection to something in my youth. Um, and I always cringe at it when it comes out. And it's like something that is it's almost completely gone by now, but it's still remnants somehow in some situations. But we live in a period now where like if it's everything is is like forever because everything's forever, you let one situation slip up and that could be your last. That could be seen as like, that's always used in your vocabulary. And I can't, like, I, I fall victim of, of looking at people and thinking that way of them as well. 
But without truly knowing a person and without being there day to day and, and looking to see how they live their lives, that could have just been a slip up. Now, it's different if you see someone constantly doing it in public and making a fool of themselves and saying things that are, are ridiculous. That's different. That's someone that clearly hasn't learned from their experience. But someone that is using something that was sociably acceptable literally less than 10 years ago and and they still find themselves using it now, it's difficult for some people to unlearn things. And, and I, I empathize with them because I feel like I'm a good person. But even then, I still make a mistake here and there. And for me to be canceled over that, I mean, personally... Honestly, I don't care. I'm not in a position for ever caring to monetize my my name, to, to develop a brand, to have a business. I want a simple life. My life, I just want to be very simple. I want to do everything I can for my daughter. And like I said at the very beginning of this podcast, not do it at the expense of other people, harming them in any way. That's not my agenda. It never will be. Like I, I want this world to be a better place. But I don't think you can get there by doing what society is doing and, and or these individuals, what they're doing. And I feel like it's only going to create the, the field of hatred that we see nowadays between two different political parties. I enjoy, to this day, having a go a back and forth session with people that I disagree with. I enjoy it tremendously. Every time I'm confronted with someone that is see something differently than I do, I'm not afraid or shy away from bringing up counterpoints to their perspectives and seeing what they think. Any of my conservative friends will tell you that. I have a lot of them. I have a lot of liberal friends and I have a lot of conservative friends. A lot of people ask me why I have friends like that. It's because I enjoy them as a person. They aren't the minority people that I'm talking about. They also are in a position to be comfortable about talking about you know, their perspective counter to mine. What I'm afraid of is that I sometimes see with them is that they they get they start to believe in this idea of of the minority group and their agenda, and it starts to to minimize our abilities to ever come to disagreement and possibly agreement on points. Where essentially it's almost like I don't want to talk about that subject because I already know what you're thinking and I don't want to hear about it. I am not black and white. I'm I do feel that I lean more on a liberal perspective, but I still agree with a lot of conservative points as well. And I don't think anything in life is so black and white. There's always a gray area, and I truly believe that in this as well. I might, majority of the times, believe something is right, but there are those few times where I think it's wrong. And I'm never going to allow myself to be fall victim in a situation where I truly believe 100% something is either X or Y, there is exceptions, but I do think that majority of the cases, you can't say that for a lot of different things. Um, but I, I just, the reason why I'm thinking about this is because I'm thinking about that woman, uh, Gina Garano, I think is her name. The woman that was on The Mandalorian, she's, she's, said, she's conservative, has said a lot of stupid stuff on social media. But I really enjoyed her in The Mandalorian. I, you know, outside of she didn't hurt anyone. She wasn't physically harming anyone. She just said a lot of really stupid things. 
And because she said these really stupid things, now she's canceled. Now she has no career in Hollywood, pretty much. Disney dropped her. And her, like her agency has pretty much dropped her as well. And who knows how far even then it's going to be taken because who knows social media might get in the way and, and say, you know, you're spreading a lot of misinformation. Look, if, you're, if your objective is to harm people, yes, I think that silencing you is not smart, but minimizing your outreach to people, and there's ways to do that for sure. You, could, you can allow them to still have a speaking platform, but every time they say something that flags like could be racist or something of that nature, you essentially just immediately delete that message. But you don't outright ban them. And just eventually they'll start to realize like, okay, I can't use these words. And yeah, you can cheat the system and everything of that nature, but you just make it more difficult for them. And they start to realize that maybe this is just, why am I going out of my way to, to, to be this bad of a person? I would rather them to reflect on themselves than to just be put in a corner and forced into a, a, a room with other bad people and, and start kind of just like validating their perspective more and more. I don't think that's right. Um, but that's where we're going and I don't like that. And, you know, I think that if you're not harming people, if you're not attacking them, if you're not swatting them, if you're not, um, DDoSing them, if you're not, if you're not doing anything that can harm that person or their loved ones, you can't do this cancel culture to them. It's better to have them in public eye. It's better to see them there. And, and keep track of what they're doing because the moment you hide them away from society, things can get more dangerous. That's where these extreme perspectives come about. And you start to have like these ridiculous minorities creating these agendas. And I don't like it. And I, I, I know for a fact that a lot of people also don't enjoy it either. But I just wanted to talk about that. Either way, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. I'll catch you manana. Be good, and I love you guys. Peace.